We're here, we're queer, and some of us are just a little bit green. Um, I'm offended welcome- by the green face. <laughs> As you should be. Um, <laughs> welcome to Let's Have a Fifi. This is your Wednesday Night Conversation. This is season 12, episode 4. We're moving quite along. Um, I am Felicia Fifi Minor, and being the minority is pretty much <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> i had my hands at me because it was like not sitting on my chest wall it feels weird That's i am funny. weird you're welcome you are weird you are weird yes. uh, <clears throat> my goodness ah but if you so choose while you're listening to this podcast or watching us live uh, feel like you want to get exclusive content, um, you can go to patreon.com slash let's have a fifi. And uh, we, we've been posting pretty regularly. I think last week we kind of, we both we, did. We, we both I'm, did. I'm a little bit behind on the after shows just because our after show from last week was long. Um, and I've actually we been- had a lot to talk about. We did, and and which is fine, except for the fact that I've actually been busy at like work and stuff. I've been in deep in spreadsheets all week, so eh, haven't had. How dare, your, how dare actually, your job do that? Bastard. How weird. So I, I haven't gotten that, doing. and I apologize uh, that I am behind. But hopefully, I'll have time this weekend to make sure that I get Whips everything with noodles caught up. So for you, I will. All, I will do my best. I will do my best. Anyhow, we'd like to thank our patrons that are waiting for you to finish the... I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sure they are, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even Brandon, know if anybody actually watches any of it, but, uh, you know, whatever. It's just there. you and I. That's fine. <laughs> uh, Brandon, Chris, and Michelle, D. Drake Jensen, Casey Starr, Carrie and Corey, Kim, Joan, Leanne, Nicole, and Shannon. And whoever else is out there um, on the Patreon. Uh, A special thanks to Wigs of a Kind for sponsoring us this season. I'm not wearing a Wigs of a Kind wig this evening. Um, I'm sure Marissa sponsors bald heads too. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but you too could sponsor or tip us um, by going to paypal.me slash let's of a fifi. A big thank you to Laura Renfro, uh, who donated $12. $12 is a lot of money in this economy. Lord. It can get us a spit of gas. Um, it can almost <laughs> buy us a 12-pack of soda. Almost. Um, so yeah, if you feel like helping some struggling artists slash drag artists slash whatever we think we are, um, you too <laughs> can be a recipient of, and we'll call out your name. We're not, we're not afraid to. Thought I heard the baby crying. Sorry, I do. I stopped talking. Anyway, um, yeah, tip us, sponsor us, give us the money. Did you text anybody this week? No. 
Yeah. Oh, I texted. I did text a couple of people directly oh. because they uh, had but not the <laughs> they had texted me directly. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. Oh, but if you two are waiting for me to text you, um, you can text L H A F to six zero two seven three zero seven three seven nine. And all of a sudden, my computer is twenty three, uh, but she won't change uh, it. Oh, well, maybe it's like a goose egg or something. Who knows? A goose egg? You mean My... an Easter egg? No, a goose egg. I said a goose egg. Um, that's coming up too. A goose egg? No, Easter. How was your weekend? Oh yeah, there is no beeping tonight. How's that? Uh, did y'all did y'all fix that shit or? Um, I pressed it before I got in here. Oh good. So maybe we'll be able to get through the show. We'll see. <laughs> it may turn on. It may turn on. It absolutely it's, drives me nuts. It's, it absolutely drives me nuts. <laughs> How was your weekend, Felicia? What did you do? Anything fun? Anything exciting? Um, I worked on Saturday. Um, so I worked on Saturday, and it was uh, like a twelve to fourteen hour day. And um, yeah, my body was like, "Ooh, what is this? Not cool." Um, but. Yeah, it was, it was cute. Um, on Sunday, uh, recovery day. Let's just say that, um, because the body was telling no lies the next day, and then um, on Monday I spent the day with the kiddos here at home while Scott worked. I I had a very like lame duck, uh, <laughs> chill back weekend. Yeah. Well, you could have had been doing something on Sunday, but that's okay. Uh, so I guess mm-hmm. my day was probably, my, my weekend uh, was. Wait, wait, wait. So pause. No, I could not have because I would have overdone it. And we have talked about personal limits. You know what? You'd have been fine. I did not. You'd have been fine. No. Suck it up. No, no, no. I would not. Um, <laughs> so Friday night, um, our youngest had a sleepover. That was interesting. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I'll, I'm, a, I'm gonna talk a little bit more about it, uh, during the tip. Um, but yeah, it's always interesting having like a gaggle of teenage girls in the house. Like it's, it's very different. Gag- I'm just gonna say this. Okay. When I was 14, like having sleepovers and like going to sleepovers, it was very different. Like now they watch TikTok and like get political and shit where you know, we were doing like, say what now? Things that, you know, we shouldn't have been doing, like trying to sneak out of the house to go hang out with boys. And like, it's very different. Very, very different. Like we were trying to watch movies that we weren't supposed to watch. Like we were just, it was very different when I was 14. Like. Yeah. mm. But you don't want her doing what you did. No, but it's just weird. Like kids today are just so odd. Like, I'm like, why aren't you trying to do things? Why aren't you trying to like, I don't know. I, I. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't the necessarily want her doing time. all the things that I did at her age, but like, I mean, it'd be, 
I don't know. I guess it'd be almost nice to know that like she's trying to do some of the like I don't know. It's weird. Like it's just it it it. I don't know. I'm like y'all. Like it was. Um. <sighs> excuse me not the late 1800s okay that would have been the late 1900s thank you (laughs) you're a century off but that's fine um saturday i had lunch with trey because trey was in town for uh rodeo stuff he was here with salia um and i was able to go have lunch with him which was really nice i haven't seen him in like forever so that was really cool i was glad we were able to at least hang out for a little bit oh, um God. and i know that saturday was desiree de mornay's um celebration mm-hmm. of life and i watched uh as much as i could um on the live stream because i i wanted to i wanted to su- support but i also I wasn't like I I knew Desiree our paths crossed many times over the years. I definitely wasn't like close to her. I didn't know her like that. She wasn't family to me. Um and I didn't want to be that person taking up space in a place that I feel could have been should have been for folks that knew her better like that. And that's just, you know, and that's just me. I didn't want people to be like, why the fuck is Freddie here? Like, you know, so I supported and anybody that, you know, folks knew that if they needed to like decompress or whatever, they were welcome to to come hang out. I, I talked to a couple of people, um, you know, beforehand and stuff. So, but, you know, I wanted to make sure that for, for me anyway, that that space was reserved for, folks that mm-hmm. knew Desiree like that. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then um, to add to that, I, I I don't know how to feel. Um, so I watched some of the live stream and then, you know, like some of the, the comments, I don't know. Um, statuses mm. for lack of a better term. Mm. Um, um, set me a little bit backwards because I was like, well, I couldn't be there because I was working, but um, like I would have went. Um, but as I've said before, like death makes me kind of uh, uneasy, I guess. Um, but I feel like I've read a couple things. So first and foremost, there are people that like, I've said like if you knew Desiree and you didn't you haven't posted a tribute to her on like your page that you know like are you really like like are you really a, a part of you know like her memory or whatever or something no and, that's, um, that's that's not appropriate okay. um but I would like to say in in my own uh defense is that I'm not really sure how I feel I'm still kind of like processes, processing it. Um, not that I was family, but right. that I was, uh, what is it? The, you know, six you were, degrees of separation. You were, I mean, I was, you were in her bubble a lot more cast, like, like than a lot of people. Like you performed with her regularly, you know? And it's like, yeah, you maybe you weren't, you know, a De Mornay, but you, you, you were a part of that bubble for quite some time. So like... Yeah. So basically what I'm saying is be careful like what you say because 
even if people don't post stuff, um, it doesn't mean that they don't appreciate that person. Doesn't mean they're not no um, grieving in their own way. Doesn't mean um, I would I mean, rather. I have thought about posting, um, but I haven't like sat down to like. Yeah, it's it does feel like a guilt trip, and it made me my own projection. But I also felt like give people space to be. And who's to say that you don't know that right. you watch the the live stream? And... I mean, every everybody grieves differently. And honestly, I would prefer somebody not say something than to write out some, you know, performative bullshit that, you know, like, like I couldn't say much. I Her passing definitely made a mark on the community. And that's what I could say. I knew that she mm-hmm. was a good person. I knew that she was a hell of an entertainer. And I knew that her passing was going to affect a lot of people. But as far as saying anything on a, like, like personally, I didn't know her like that. So I'm not going to try and say something like that. Unlike certain Mm -hmm. people in the community that every time somebody passes, they change their profile picture and then makes their whole personality about that person's death. So, mm. um, yeah, that's where the other side of it, where I was going. (laughs) Right. There is that. Um, yeah. Um, your family, members dying is not about you no um or even not your family even somebody that you probably didn't have much contact with because you were problematic and nobody wants you around but you're still gonna do it anyway um Mm -hmm. so there's that someone's death is not about you period regardless regardless of who it is Mm -hmm. it's not about you um yeah um and saturday part of the reason why i couldn't go was right around the same time um was uh, a, a work picnic uh with my, my partner's work picnic so i got to watch all these little kids look completely startled as to why all of their teachers were in this like weird like that you could watch like the they're trying to make sense of the context because they're like i know these people but the context is wrong like we're at this like why park in scottsdale <laughs> and you know we'd walk around and my partner would be like, hi. And you'd see him look at her and they'd be like, I know <laughs> you're you, out of your element, but what the fuck are you doing here? This isn't school. Like you don't exist outside of school. Like it was very, it was, it was cute though. It was super oh, wow. cute. Um, and then uh, Sunday was so much fun. Uh, myself, Justin Sider and Ben Havoc um, made our way to Pride Day at the Arizona Renaissance Festival. Thank you so much to Guido for giving us that opportunity again. Um, it's a amazing. blast. I always have so much fun. I mean, I, I, I'm going to go to the Ren Fair multiple times a year anyway during the season because um, I'm that person. Um, but Definitely that person. But I have, I have different, like, you know, garb. I have to wear different things. Um, but it was... It was just, it was so much fun. We were, you threatened to help we me were totally gay, totally fairies. People kept like stopping and taking our picture. Like it was just, it was so much fun. Um, my brain was less short circuity this year. So I actually got up and put on like a full face and like the whole, like, you know, the thing as opposed to last year where I'm like, I've never done this before and I don't know how to do anything drag related. And my brain just went. So it was better this year for me. Um, But it was cute. Like we were, we were 
walk around as three really gay fairies and we got to judge a costume contest and got to go and hang out up at the the you know vip seating at the joust and it was fun it was great um so i i had i had a blast it was it was great um of course i was exhausted when i got home because i'm all out all day in the sun and i'm a ginger but you know what totally worth it um Justina monday didn't even hear me so <laughs> uh and we like at this point we know so many people that like work at the ren fair it's like we see everybody and so it's it's awesome i love it um then monday i actually had to take a late lunch at work and put a face (laughs) on and then as soon as uh work was over i had to drive to tempe to uh drink me tea room um because i um I was doing a, uh, an interview uh, for PBS. Um, Michelle was. Oh, wow. So we'll see how that goes. I told Michelle that I would do my best not to embarrass her um, or the organization. Um, but I think uh, I think I made a good impression. I had the cameraman laughing and, you know, so. Good, um, good. It, it, should be, it should be good. It should be good. Um, I have no idea when that's supposed to come out or anything. And Ben, I don't know when Ion Magazine will publish their article. I don't even know Ion Magazine still existed, to be perfectly honest with you. I don't remember the last time I saw an Ion Magazine anywhere. So, yeah. Didn't know. It's all digital. Yeah. didn't. It's all digital now. Um, So, yeah. So, it was, it was, it was a busy few days for sure. It was definitely a busy few days. Um. And then I ended up in this phase tonight because I needed to uh, record um, reading a story for uh, Drag Story Hour National for um, World Storytelling Day. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, that they're going to, I guess it's going to put out on all the socials and stuff. So I had to okay, do that yeah. a couple times. And so I had to come I'm, up with a look I'm that glad was, they're giving you, some time. you know, family friendly and shit. So here we go. Um, so yeah but it was it's, i'm it's, glad it's, they're giving you some time thank you thank you so much thank you <laughs> oh hey that's a face i haven't seen in a while right. um so hello my tip for tonight again and i don't know <laughs> if it's you laugh so before you say it uh so it's i mean it's not this one's not really a tip so much as sort of a conversation piece. Um, Cause Felicia and I, I, are, that last week. I know, but that's fine. Um, sometimes it's not always <laughs> a tip. Sometimes I can't give like fisting one Oh one. Sometimes it's more of a conversation. Why? I don't know what to tell you. That's what I'm here for. Um, but <laughs> this kind of just conversations in general, the sleepover and, you know, Felicia and I are kind of similar in, in ways when it comes to this, but I was like, you know, I don't know that we've we haven't really if we've talked about this before it's been a while i don't remember mm. it doesn't matter but i would say that we have probably talked to, oh i have talked about it more on the patreon probably probably um but i wanted to talk about being a queer parent or in my case a queer bonus parent because like for me, mm-hmm. like being a bonus parent is, I mean, it's an interesting position. You know, you have some bonus parents that kind of end up being, you know, the, the main parental figure, either because the other parent really isn't in the picture or the relationship with the other parent is strained or whatever. Sometimes both parents almost end up 
uh, bonus parents almost end up as like an outside observer with very little input and involvement in day-to-day stuff, which can kind of suck for those people. I think um, it can be, mm-hmm. it can be a little bit of a tricky balance at times. And then when you add in, you know, being queer, like that's just a whole, like another layer, you know, especially if you are in what could be perceived as like a heteronormative relationship with the parent, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is it's like, for me, it's, it's hard because I, you know, I almost have a double life. Like I have the, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it's weird. It's almost like it's, it's like true. a superhero identity kind of thing sometimes, you know, cause it's like, Oh like, my God. I was thinking that the other day <laughs> I was like, drag entertainers are like the Incredibles. Kind of, especially if you like, if you're just sort of, you know, if you either single or, you know, you don't have any kids or whatever, you just, you know, work your job. Sometimes it's a little bit easier to be able to talk about the things that you do on the weekend or whatever. But if you are, you know, a parent, especially with like school age kids, like you literally have to go in there like, you know, Clark Kent or, you know, Mr. Incredible, or, <laughs> you know, your your mundane bullshit and then, you know, get fabulous later and you can't tell anybody about it. But like oh my kids know well that's the thing mine do too but it's like you know when you're when you're around other people you know how queer are you supposed to be like do you do you tone it down what do you disclose like so okay so the sleepover on friday right so So I would have loved that. Basically, it was a gaggle of little queerdos. All right. Like, because there's like, she kind of has like two separate little friend groups, right? So you have the friends that maybe are a little more conservative. Their parents are a little more conservative, mm-hmm. you know. And then you have the group that are just weird and queer and they're just little queerdos. Right? Very liberal parents. Right. So, <laughs> um, we're more I mean, like X Men. I like that. I, mean, I am a mutant, being a ginger and all. You technically are, yes. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it, it was so interesting because like uh, like D and I were sitting in the living room, we were working on props and stuff, and they were okay. First of all, this gives you an idea of like what these. So I mentioned, you know, when I was fourteen, we were doing things at sleepovers that like we wouldn't want to be doing like, right. We don't want to mm-hmm. be doing it in like the living room or the dining room. These girls were having like a Galentine's like art thing. So they were literally sitting in. I, yeah. I, they were sitting in the dining room with like little canvases and they were painting and doing all these things. What are they? 30? Right. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like I was not doing this shit when I was 14. But, you know, and we're we're in like the we're in the living room and we're we can overhear a lot of their conversation. And a few times we were like, what the fuck? Like, what are they talking about? But like, you know, I guess uh, when when one of them came in, they looked around and we have rainbows and shit all over the house because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And one of them, you know, I guess they, they went into like the daughter's room and he was like, why, why do you have so many rainbows around the house? And, you know, our daughter was like, you know, my mom is, you know, poly and pansexual and whatever. And they're like, oh, well, what about, what about your stepdad? 
And they're like, yeah, him, you know, she's like, yeah, him too. Oh yeah, I totally, I could totally tell. And I'm like, okay, well, first of all, that doesn't make you special because more people (laughs) like, like, okay, like, (laughs) <laughs> just cultured like the it, it's like you you oh you you assuming or guessing that you know i'm not entirely straight does not make you a fucking genius nobody assumes that i'm straight so there is that jump on board girl but, right um but like so like that was <laughs> and then uh um and then there was uh let's see a, co- a conversation about how gays give off different pheromones and only other gays can smell those pheromones. What um, now? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's science. Science. Science has proven this. Uh, and then there was a conversation where one of them was like, mind you, they're like 14. If that right? was true. Grinder would not be existing yeah. at and all. And then it was like, um, let me tell you what I've learned in my lifetime. Now I know that like for girls and I guess to extent boys too, but for girls, definitely like there's a point in your life when like you become obsessed with rainbows and <laughs> like we're listening to this and we're just like, Oh my God, what the hell? Like it, it's so interesting when you have a gaggle of 14 year old girls who are all somewhere under the umbrella and they're having they're having these conversations and we're just laughing because we're like we did not have these conversations in our sleepovers at 14 like we i don't we were you know were they talking about filing their taxes too or what yeah, that was probably next. We like... probably, right. We that was probably what we missed when they went like into the bedroom after they was were that their pillow to... talk. They were like, you know, I really should file my taxes. Right. I don't work. <laughs> right. That's what I'm like. Oh my! Like we were sneaking out and you know and and stealing cigarettes and shit. Meanwhile, they're watching TikTok and getting political. So like, I don't know. It's, you know, but because the school district Yikes. that they're in is more conservative i never had sleepovers either but i attended sleepovers especially when i got older (laughs) i i i had lots of sleepovers i went to sleepovers yeah yeah there was we couldn't hear any conversations that was like oh my god i think this one's like super cute or whatever like i was like what what are you even talking about what do you talk about if you don't talk about that it's weird um but you know, the, being in a more conservative school district means that they they can't necessarily be super open about a lot of things. And oh, it means yeah. that we can't be super open. They were gone before 9 a.m.? Yeah. They were gone before 9 a.m.? Yeah. Well, we had shit to do. So we knew that they had to be gone relatively early in the morning, but they were all gone before 9 a.m. Wow. Right. Like I said, very, very, they're all, they're all weird. I don't know. Um, but, hmm. oh my God. And then there's that. So D says, <laughs> I just watched our younger son used his head to push the door open, but forgot he closed it all the way. He bounced. So on the one hand, you have the youngest talking about, you know, all of these things and, you know, being intelligent. And then you have the other one trying to open the door with his head that he forgot he closed. Yeah. I, it's fine. Um, so the, Your parents were under the belief that 
they would have to reciprocate. Oh, mm. I think that's why my parents didn't do it because they didn't want little bastards in, no. in our house. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> interestingly enough, one of her friends, not one of the ones that were there um, on Friday, but another one that we, has been over to the house before, she actually mm-hmm. knows who I am. Her, She and her mom have been to Drag Story Hours at Brick Road Coffee before. So, oh, wow. right, they know who I am, which is, it makes things interesting because there have been a couple times when we've been to like school functions choir concerts whatever the fuck and if we happen to Do sit people recognize you they well they know who i am because they know they know no i mean like do other people not that anybody's told me i don't think anybody there is going to go to fucking the conservative school district oh. like mm. uh-huh. um but it's interesting because even if like at school functions or whatever if we're you know, sitting with them, it it almost immediately takes like this, like kind of pressure off. I guess like I don't have to fake it. Like I don't have to, you know what I mean, to pretend to be like the straight dad because they know who I am. And I don't have to, you know what I mean. So it's it's weird how like just something like that, like to be you know, the straight dad. So <laughs> well, it's like they they. But I mean, if if you were to look at you know my me and my partner. At first glance, mm-hmm. we just look like, you know, the basic heterosexual couple or their mom and her gay BFF, depending on who's your perception. Yeah, um, the question. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's 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 interesting because, you know, then we have to, you know, kind of play that balance, you know, when, with queer parents and parents who are, you know, not just queer, but maybe poly or whatever. It's like, how, how open are you? You know, how many, how, you know, what do you disclose? How, you know, like for us, we're, we're. But I think every family, so I think every family is like that though. I think that um, there's the dad who drinks um, that comes to a family function. There's uh, the mom that, is you know smoking cigarettes behind the house and doesn't want to tell everybody that she's a cigarette smoker. I mean, uh, I think I would hope that all these being you know queer would be have less negative com- connotations than you know dad who. Well, the climate has changed. All, so, uh. <laughs> right, <laughs> but like we're we're open about a lot of stuff. You know they they know that we are both uh, know that we're both pansexual. They know that we are poly. Um, they know a lot of things. The only thing they don't know, we haven't talked about the kinky thing yet, but they don't need to know everything. Um, Unless the, they watch the show too. Uh, the, Surprise! They're <laughs> they're not allowed to watch the show. Although one of them is eighteen, so who knows if he and if he does, that's on him. That's one of those things where it's like, well, if you go into our bedroom, then you deserve everything that you see because. Yikes. We've told you not to go in the bedroom. <laughs> and if you decide to go into the bedroom and start snooping or whatever, which kids do that shit, you want to do that, go ahead. Sure but you then don't have to come. You, you don't get to come and tell me how scarred you are by what you see. Cause that's not, I don't know. you know, like we don't <laughs> just saying like, we don't. Your kids have been warned about Googling you. They have. Don't Google me. Because you'll come up with some things that are fine, and then you'll come up with some things that might be a little bit shocking. Um, 
or maybe not shocking, just things that they that wouldn't, I don't think they'll be shocked at anything at this point. They just probably don't want to know. Um, but like, you know, when the kids have friends over and stuff, like we don't go out of our way to like hide things. It's like, oh my God, hide the rainbows, you know, like hide all the gay shit. Mm-hmm. Like we're not going to, we're not going to do that. So like, even when like the boys have friends over, like if anybody has friends over, we're not, it is who this is, this is, this is what you get. Sorry, not sorry. Like, in fact, we usually have a bowl of condoms out because teenage boys are idiots. And we're like, look, if you're you or your friends need a condom, just take a fucking condom because. Like, yeah, don't do dumb shit. Okay, I love this. Justine's question, uh, uh, not question, comment. So Justine says, mm-hmm. I love that I have so many queer humans in my life and I'm able to spread the acceptance and understanding to my kids. Crowning moment was when my daughter was able to come out to me as bi, although I have a sneaking suspicion she might be pan. Eh. Bi, pan, six mm-hmm. in one dozen, half, six in one hand, half dozen in the other. It's they're, they're, A lot of times the it's fairly interchangeable these days. So mm-hmm. like, right. And that's the thing too. Our partner says it that- your home. We have told them that they're more than welcome to share whatever they want, but understand that not everyone is accepting and that could come with consequences. So like, so I think that's the part where you mean when you say you fake it, it's mm. like holding back mm. a piece of the layer of the onion. Mm. And so you're not like just giving it all to people. You're waiting for that. Um, I know we tell everybody to be, uh, you are worthy and you should be accepted by all. But in this climate, especially, I would say we hold back a little bit, a little bit until right. we find out like the people around us are like, Oh, okay. Um, well, cause like, like it, it's mm-hmm. weird. Like it's like, cause some things are kind of more acceptable than others, which is, you know, so it's like, would people be okay with like me being, you know, poly and pansexual, but how would they feel about me being trans? Um, I also want to say, I think that a little part of you is wanting to protect your child because you don't want your child. Oh, for sure. Have to deal with the consequences of your being. I, I know that sounds really weird, but, um, well, like kids being are, bullied because you kids are awful kids are. so like the the fact of the matter is kids get bullied for all sorts of dumb shit you know and if they someone knows that they have a you know a parent or a step parent or whatever that happens to be all of these things and that you know so like mm-hmm. we don't we want to make our kids lives easier but also the fact of the matter is if you come to the house that's our turf so like i'm not going to go to your school waving a trans flag although i may still have to still find the fish tie i don't know where the fish tie went but like i'm not gonna i may still do weird shit but that doesn't like i won't go around like you know tattooing hey i'm trans all over my forehead you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. you know people might think that i'm just sort of the the weird stepdad but like i'm not gonna put my kid in a situation where they feel like they have to defend me. They have to defend themselves. They have to defend the relationship. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm. Mm-hmm. it's just being mindful. It's not necessarily like hiding. It's, you know. Oh, kids definitely like... learn shit primarily from their mm-hmm. parents. Mm. 
Yes. Because that's most of most um, kids just I, regurgitate shit that they hear at home. I feel like when we go to pick up the girls from daycare, um, I often get the question of, why do you have nails? Because um, they're pretty. Because I want them. Because why wouldn't you want them? Mm. Boys don't have nails. Yes, they do. They do, because Even I'm a boy. So now. And I have a nail. Yeah. <laughs> also, I get to go pick up kids in like my super nerdy fucking car, so there's that too. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but you know, and so, you know, we we we're 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 pretty open and I think you guys are too for the most part as you know, as far as mm-hmm. you know, with things and there's no hiding this rosebud at all. So no. um and like I'm I feel like I'm I'm lucky in the sense that like you know my my partner kind of lets me have a say in some things, you know, involving the kids. I mean to an extent, like I'm they still have, you know, both of their parents or whatever. But if it's something that has to do with the kids that will, you know, directly affect our immediate life or whatever, it's like I get to have an opinion and I get to, you know, mm-hmm. I get to have a say and have a conversation as opposed to like, well, this is what it is and this is what's happening. And because, you know, and it's like I don't. <laughs> like I don't expect to I'm just ignoring that. Um like I don't I'm I'm not you know I I I get to like share stuff with the kids like I get to have fun with them we get to go on trips together and I get to force them to like be nerdy and I also get to be I think the kind of like masculine and in, in big air quotes like role model that isn't that you know super hyper masculine person because i think that everybody needs to see that you know what i mean because like everybody seems to think well everybody needs a male role model it's like okay but what you think of a man as a male role role model is the person that's going to be out there chopping wood and like you know squishing beer cans on their head and shit meanwhile i'm like no men can be like softer Men can yeah. have feelings. Men can cry during Disney actually, movies. Like, actually, I had a conversation about that with um, somebody who is very heterosexual, um, and he talked about how he's not like the, you know, you know, the bar for like masculinity is here, and he's kind of like way down here, but he's not like flamboyant, but um, definitely like when he was growing up, he knew that he was not like going to be like muscle bound and uh you know brawny and right. know, coming through the door saying like i i i brought home the money um and so like there's there's there is trauma um even for like um cis men cis heterosexual men that are like trying to live this life of uh being men but there's this bar that is set above them that they all have to like look like the brawny man and bring home money right. for their family. And um, so there's a lot of that going on. And I think, I mean, I think it's good, not just for like, for like, you know, boys, but for, for girls and young women as well <laughs> to see that, like, you know, you, you don't have to be like hyper masculine to be a man, you know, and like, uh, yes, and, and non toxic masculinity, and that's exactly it. Is that 
you know, like, <laughs> I never make mistakes. Um, so speaking of mistakes, um, I feel like I've shifted from the bonus parent who kind of was on the outside, but, you know, kind of giving mm-hmm. direction, but not like, uh, but now I'm like the bonus parent that is the parent. Right. Um, and so now I'm part of the decision making and uh, it's totally been a, um, I want to say it's a mind fuck. Cause I feel like I've done this backwards. Um, <laughs> uh, especially getting settled into the situation. Freddie probably does more about that than anybody. Um, and, getting settled into the situation, we had to like learn each other again. It was Mm -hmm. awful. Um, Still learning each other. It's awful. Uh, But it's a transition. And um, my mind goes from, are we going to make the same mistakes again? Or um, what are the boundaries that we should have in place? Or like I, when I, when we did this the first time, it wasn't, so much thinking i don't think like it wasn't right. so now well, i'm like well, it's like you, know, you hear parents that are, you have parents that are like <laughs> you know well i mean i don't i don't i don't know anything nobody knows anything there's no no mm-hmm. such thing as being a parent no knowing book. things like you just there's lots of books but that doesn't mean that you're still gonna know everything it doesn't mean that the people that wrote the books know everything like that's just mm-hmm. the way it is there's, a lot of it is trial and error and like me getting into a relationship with with someone who had kids again like i was a little gun shy i was a little Mm -hmm. gun shy after like my last relationship where i was told that one of the reasons we broke up was because i was not a good influence on the kid which i think you were for at least one of them uh for well for my last not not the one before that, but my last relationship, I was told oh. that, th- right. I was told that I wasn't a good influence, which what? that, that is kind of like you, like it, it makes you going into something else with kids and you're like, okay, so I'm just going to sit back and I'm just going to see how things go. And we're just going to, you know, and the thing is, is that, and I've, you know, like I've, I've, I've said this to the kids. It's like, I'm not trying to replace your dad. You have a dad. Like Amen. I'm Amen. just, here as an added bonus you know like <laughs> well and i'm not trying to pl- replace any parent i am just trying to do the best that i can for what i have <laughs> no you don't <laughs> no you don't <laughs> i can tell you uh from personal experience, one is lesser than the other, but no. All my exes are pieces of work in one way or another. <laughs> they are definitely exes for a reason. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Um, Very much so. Very much so. Oh my god. <laughs> would it be funny? I just imagine the things that would be said anyway. It's fine. It would be awkward to me. It- <laughs> I would just sort of be like, "Oh Lord, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry, but I'm sorry because I haven't seen any of them." But if I did, um, I, I think walk off. 
and I think one of them, at least one of them is moved out of state. Um, Thank God. And the other one has probably moved somewhere as well, but I don't know where. So that's good. Mm. As long as it's not near me. I mean, I don't run into people anyway, and nobody ever ran in the same circles. So it's like the chances of me like running into anybody would have been very slim anyway. So I don't know if they ran into circles, but I'm sorry. I'll, I'll be on my <laughs> best behavior before we get into that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that could that could be another another thing to talk about one of these days is like toxic traits of our exes. Uh, Although I have more than you do because you've been with Scotty for like eighty seven years at this point. Yeah, <laughs> at this point, I, it's like a historical paper. It's like, <laughs> I have to dust that thing off. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, mine's gonna be, uh, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll write a whole thing about what it was like to be dating in the late 1900s. <laughs> oh yeah, I could join that conversation. See, before the internet, dating right. before the internet, right? Or in the very early and then stages. dating during the internet. Oh god, dating during the internet, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm, that could be very interesting. That could be interesting. That would be a very interesting talk. <laughs> Because you have to actually meet people. I feel like we would need visual aids for that. I feel like it would have to be like a whole presentation. Oh, I oh, could we get the sound of the internet? Yes, we need to make this happen. We'll figure out how to do it. <laughs> We're gonna make this happen. We're gonna do it as after Wild Wild West Con. Right, 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 right. So, speaking of which, um, what have we got for current events? What's happening? What is going on in the world? Nothing Ooh, good. I loaded the news section way too much. Um, okay. So, um, this is kind of scary. Um, uh, Georgia three-year-old died after being left in below freezing temperatures uh, for more than 11 hours, um, according to the Douglas uh, County Sheriff. Jesus Christ. Um, authorities say, um, I don't know how to say this lady's name, but nor does she deserve the time, mm. but, uh, she called for help before noon and she was in the woods with her two children. So, uh, um, I will take Hannah up on the PowerPoint because that could be the added, um, we need like 90 sounds as well. Um, if they want to research that, um, anyway, back to the story, um, when, Deputies found the three. Deputies said the children were soaking wet and knew the temperatures had been below freezing throughout the night. So they had been out there for a long time. Why was she out there? Why? Um, I'm Still guessing that she was there for scientific purposes and nothing even remotely bad. She was, I think she was trying to kill them. And one of them did die. Um... The investigation revealed that um, this lady had taken her children into the woods around midnight to take drugs. Oh, that's good. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. She had her priority. See, we just talked about parenting. She mm. had her priorities not in order. What not to do, folks. Um, in the Phoenix area, three people were arrested on Friday night in connection to dinnertime burglaries that have been reported around the valley since December of 2023. The group had entered the property of a residential home, then later left the property and got into a nearby minivan. Police say the driver of the minivan had rammed an unmarked police vehicle in an attempt to drive off, but was unsuccessful. <laughs> <You> idiots. 
Four people got out of the minivan and ran into the neighborhood. Police were able to find three of the four individuals who got out of the minivan. It's believed that there are several members of South American theft groups still outstanding. It's recommended for the community to remain vigilant and report any suspicious activity. Um, I believe there are also, I think, 157 people arrested in Scottsdale over the weekend um, on a human trafficking thing. Oh, shit. I think it was was 155 or 157 people that were arrested in Scottsdale on human trafficking. Super fun stuff. Yay, Arizona! Uh, What are we doing? The Earth will implode one day, I'm sure. I'm just waiting for the, the the next like asteroid to hit and hit the reset button, control alt delete and start over. <laughs> so I'm convinced that the next person that I'm going to talk about is a, a MAGA mm. supporter. Oh, probably. Uh, but country musician and Dukes of Hazard famed John Schneider. Um, <laughs> He's basically compared musician? Beyonce to, um, a dog peeing and marking its territory. Um, so be- we talked about this last week that Beyonce released two songs mm-hmm. um, during the halftime show um, from Verizon or not from Verizon, but in the Verizon commercial. And there was a lot of conversation mainly among white folks. Shucker. <laughs> um, about her release uh, of these singles and the upcoming country album that she uh, is going to release. Now, think about this. She said this like three years ago and nobody was paying attention. So, okay. Anyway, so the actor continued uh, comparing Beyonce to marking her territory while talking about how she is diving into country music. Um, And of course he was doing this on like a conservative news station. Right. They don't give a fuck. Um, And basically... When I was doing research, I found that um, John is from New York, I think. So he doesn't really know that much about country. Well, what's he his name? God, what is the uh, that country singer who's married to somebody else famous? And I can't think of who, but he's Australian. Oh, Blake Shelton. Is it Blake Shelton? Is Blake Shelton married to I don't think it's, I don't think it's Blake Shelton. Is it? No, it's somebody, a Luke. No. Is it Blake Shelton? Not Blake Shelton. Um, shit, I can't remember. You you keep going. Um, so um, one of the songs is called Texas Hold'em. And uh, it was released with another track called 16 Carriages. Uh, it landed a spot on... Um, Keith Urban. Billboard. Oh, he's from Australia. Yeah, that's why I say he's Australian. Uh, but nobody seems to have a problem with him doing country. That, yeah. That's cool. That's fine. Um, so I just want to let everybody know that, um, Beyonce made history and she is the first black woman to, uh, be number one on the charts of a country, uh, the Billboard Hot 100 and some other chart. I just, uh, I, unrelated, I, I just Googled Australian, um, country singer because i couldn't remember what the fuck his name was and this picture of this dude showed up and i was just like oh god screen share his screen his his name is chad morgan screen share hang on i don't know how to do that (laughs) 
It's the one with the arrow. It's just like a Zoom meeting. Where's the arrow? What are you talking about? It's next to the camera. Uh Uh-huh, I see it. Okay. Uh, Here we go. I'm scared. (laughs) What is going on there? And we're worried about Beyonce. Terrifying. I'm like, oh, dude, I am so sorry, but oh my god. Oh, who's that guy? The guy in the white I don't shirt, know. though. But yeah, so apparently you can be Australian and, and sing country, but you can't be black and sing country. Meanwhile, um, her mom has come to her defense, as well as many other <clears throat> country um, artists, black country artists to be particular. Uh, have existed for a long time, y'all, including several that I shared over the... I will continue to share because what I feel like Beyonce is doing is making a movement. Also, they told her she couldn't, and now she is, and she said, I can, and I will. I mean, let's also not forget that pretty much every style of music has roots in, you know, Black music, so... Also, I should for, I forgot to put it on here, but the banjo started out in Africa. So thanks, white people, for bringing us over. You're welcome. Um, in politics, <laughs> uh, Trump was found guilty of fraud and will need to pay more than $350 million, uh, and won't be able to hold an executive office anywhere uh, in his company or in any company in New York. However, um, even though he is basically unable to run any sort of company Company. or business he apparently is still Still is still an acceptable choice to run the country which i don't fucking understand um his sons are also uh being uh they've i think they've been found guilty of lesser charges and they need to pay out about 400 uh 404 million each as well um but of course the appeals are going to happen, but Jesus Christ, like, I don't understand what. <laughs> there was also a tweet um, that was like trying to pay respects to Donald Trump that said he basically painted the, the skyline of New York. And I laughed. I'll have to post the screenshot, but it says, uh, it says people have added context. Donald Trump has only two buildings mm-hmm. with his name on them oh oh what the fuck i don't want that? balloons where did for that, that That's come gross. from what is that is that no new? the balloons were not for donald trump yes <laughs> i don't know where that came from that's funny but anyway um <laughs> if you watch the patreon <laughs> this is a thing anyway um but he only has two buildings with his name on them so let's calm down he did not paint the skyline of New York, nor no. does he own a lot of buildings in New no. York. It's just you can fact check me if you want to. Um, yeah. Oh, that's true. He did brag about now he has the tallest tower in New York after the World Trade Center fell. Because yes. that's classy right there. That's classy. That, He's a I, sign of the people that make it tragedy about them. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of tragedy, um, truckers for Trump are set to boycott um, driving to New York City after hearing the ruling of um, Donald Trump owing more than $350 million. 
So if you don't get your Amazon, mm. blame Trump. So there was an extraordinarily unfortunate incident that happened um, the other day in Oklahoma. So we all know that Oklahoma has mm. has banned uh, as one of the one of the states that have has all these anti-trans bills out, and they are one of the states that uh, banned transgender students from using the bathrooms that align with their gender identity. Oh. Um, and the name. Uh, this week, uh, Next Benedict, who was a non-binary student in Oklahoma, was an, a sophomore at one of the high schools. Uh, they were brutally beaten um, by a group of girls in the women's restroom um, and like was they were suspended. They the girls were not suspended. Uh, Next was yeah. suspended and sent home um and with bruises on their face right bruised all fuck like beaten they got the crap kicked out of them like yeah um and uh according to um their 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 parent uh next was sent home with no medical attention nothing just suspended done go home there was no nothing um and mm-hmm. uh next ended up uh passing away uh the basically the next day like went to sleep and didn't wake up um and they probably had a severe concussion probably more than likely yes uh so the um the and some of the articles that i read i read um trigger warning mm. Trigger warning for those that do not want to hear this. I apologize. But uh, was brutally beaten against the floor of the Mm -hmm. bathroom. Uh, And I have seen girls fight. We all have seen girls fight. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes worse than, and I don't don't mean to gender specify, but sometimes worse than guys. Girls are fucking brutal. Girls are absolutely yeah. fucking brutal. 100%. I have seen hair come out of scalps. Yeah, no, because I, of girls. No, girls, girls are fucking brutal. Um, and their their mom released um, a statement uh, that I thought it was very well written because you know they were like we we didn't really understand the gender identity we we you know we used mm-hmm. the wrong name on occasion we used the wrong pronouns on occasion but. You know, next was understanding. Next was helping us with this. Next was helping us understand. And you know, their their headstone, their grave marker will have the correct name and pronoun on there, and make sure that you know. And then, so, like, they're it, mm-hmm. because I think people were coming down hard on the parents, and it's like, no, 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 it's just no, like that's unnecessary. Like that's you know, well, and just like um, we were talking about earlier, you. Parents don't. Parents make mistakes, and right. parents are nobody's too, perfect. But... And even even people that we know use different pronouns will sometimes slip up, and then we correct ourselves, and then we move along. Mm-hmm. Like 
doesn't mean we're terrible people. Um, but uh, the Facebook page of the high school apparently is getting a lot of hate. Oh, so sad. Um, if you would like to join in on that hate um, and berating the school officials um, or making phone calls or emails or letters or whatever you would like to do, it was the Owasso High School in Oklahoma. That's O-W-A-S-S-O High School. Mm -hmm. um, by all means, Go and make their lives fucking miserable. Um, they are, uh, the Nexus parents are suing them because they 100% fucking should. Um, and, you know, I'm I'm all about trolling them and making their lives completely fucking miserable. So, so yesterday when I, I, encourage when I went to look, uh, so not only has, uh, what, so this, first was reported and it was kind of buried um, and now has gotten national attention um, because of, you know, like us as a community start like looking into things and going like, what the hell is this? And then we start going like, where are the answers to this question and how are we supporting this family and finding out that they weren't supported. So I'm sure um, big dogs like ACLU are involved, but um I have seen very many um, lives where um, like actors and high profile people are like trying to go to this page and they have turned off the comments. So, um, and I went myself to look and the comments are turned off. Uh, of course and they are. If they, and it almost seemed like they were trying to get past like this happening um, that they, um, as a person that works on the other side of the screen, I feel like you have to address things before they get too heavy because. Oh, it's way too late for that shit. But I still say, you know what? Go ahead and email them, email the school board, email the superintendent by all means clog up their mm -hmm. shit. Also the superintendent is very uh, anti LGBT. Mm -hmm. Q yep. R S T U V yep. all of us do all the things. I don't fucking care. Like if they're like, Oh my God, people are harassing us fucking good because this child is dead because of you. 100%. You're going to suspend mm -hmm. the child that was beaten and no consequences for the girls that actually killed them. Good job. Nope. Way to go. So yeah, go ahead, go ahead, harass them. See if I give a fuck. I don't care by all means. Yes, Jesse. Um, I think that parents are better at uh, being uh, educated and better about finding out how to support their children. Um, it's the other parents that you have to worry mm -hmm. about and what they're spilling into their children that make it just so terrifying because, right. um, you know, I can't control everything that goes in and out of my child's ears, but um, I can do everything in my power to protect them. And when you, I, I feel for them because you've done everything in your power to protect them, to learn everything about how they feel, how they want to be treated. Um, why can't other people do it? That's why I'm like, uh, you know, I can't control what anybody else does, but what we can do is try to make sure that our kids grow up to be, not shitty humans. 
So like, oh. I, I can't control anything else. I can't control what anybody else does, but I, we do have at least a little bit of control over whether or not our kids grow up to be dickheads. So mm-hmm. there is that. There is that. I mean, sometimes they do become dickheads, but um, at least you try. Right. Um, see if they respond to emails as much as they did when they kept running around mm. at the case of libs for TikTok mm. all summer. No, they're not going to. They're so they're kind of like I almost want to say like they're the coward party they want all this stuff they want all of these things to happen they want us to go back to they don't want black people on the streets basically um, they don't want queer people on the streets they want straight white and uh, white picket fences mm-hmm. and yellow painted homes and um, we're all going to drive Oldsmobiles or uh, <clears throat> Buicks or Pontiacs and um and Fords, don't forget the Fords. Yeah, um, and we're all gonna have um, wives and husbands. Husbands will go to work mm-hmm. and stay home and not be educated. Um, I feel like that's where they want this to go, mm-hmm. and so um, they're a part of that. They're definitely a part of that. Read more about the superintendent; you'll see. Yeah, That's, no, it's oh. it's shitty. And Ben Havoc, ben Havoc says that schools are increasingly more and more dangerous. No protection for queer kids, minorities, ethnicities, or lower income. No security from guns and other physical violence. And all these rules about what they can't teach, I fear, for how the future is going to look. It's weird because you have, like, you have, on the one hand, you have all these people that are trying to ban everything that think, you know, even though with all this gun violence, God forbid, we do anything to like increase any sort of gun regulations or whatever. But then on the other hand, you have people that are constantly fighting, you know, for the queer students, mm-hmm. for the gun control, for, you know, all of this shit. And it's like, it's hard because it's you like they're coming with the facts today. I love right? this. It's like they're constantly butting heads. And until the basically until there's some sort of, I don't know, until we're able to get rid of the conservatives, get rid of the Republican party. And like, there's it's, it's like beating your head up against a stone wall. And until fucking Washington decides to say anything. Eh. I think they released um, so a statement some... about Nexus death, but I'm like, oh, the white house did. Um, I think I saw something. Uh, but also too little too late because you could have helped prevent that shit if you had spoken up about these dumbass fucking laws that are stripping people of their civil rights. So I don't give a fuck if you feel bad and you feel terrible because Washington is not doing a goddamn thing. Don't care. Yep. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah. it just it's it's repeating itself just like with the whole make America great again. Like if you know anything about the Reagan administration, you can pretty much trace anything back to about the Reagan administration. Any problem that we currently have can be traced back to the Reagan administration. He also was a Hollywood actor. Because history repeats itself. Um we keep letting Hollywood actors be presidents. You can vote any way you want to without the parties. You just won't. You can. It just, mm. it basically 
it's a wasted vote at this point, which is fucking stupid. Um, let's see what else have we got going on. Um, um, I wrote one more on there. Oh. Um, so there was an up and coming uh Russian uh leader um that was like making his mark, <laughs> and it's almost like so like on the edge of conspiracy theory but i kind of like was like um so um russia's alexei alexei Mm -hmm. that's what i how i um navali navali yeah an up-and-coming leader uh recently died um while serving a sentence in a siberian prison um he was reportedly healthy in a video seen of him on thursday before his death of course and then after his death the body was reportedly found bruised um they don't they can't say where the source came from that they saw the body but uh russia claims that it was sudden death syndrome the fuck is sudden death syndrome that it's like made up anyway um and uh they refuse to return the body to the family now if that don't say shady shit then i don't know what does but um he was being talked about as being uh russia's next leader um which means what putting out putin right right and so um and people were getting excited, especially young activists, because um, he was being a little more uh, democratic. Uh, He was a shining light for Russia's future. And he inspired so many, especially at the local and the local level, as well as he was hitting that, like... He was hitting the the younger crowd, basically, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which would have led to an uprising which at this point there's not a lot of difference between russia and here so it's like eh, <laughs> sudden death syndrome is brought on <laughs> by putin's bad sign <laughs> yeah that's about right and I, I think and um, he's not the first person that's died under there's lots of yeah sudden, sudden death syndrome is very death. popular in in uh in uh in russia i googled it it's like a pandemic like and then I was like, sudden death syndrome, yeah, not a th- Russia. Yeah. It's like, it's so very, very popular in Russia. So maybe they should come up with a vaccine or something for it. I don't know. Um, Let's see. Upcoming gigs. So next uh, Friday. Oh, Friday, Friday, Friday. Shit. <laughs> uh, I'm totally prepared for this. I'm not behind on anything at all. Uh, but next Friday, Felicia, myself, Ben Havoc, Justin mm-hmm. Sider, Rita mm-hmm. Bain, a bunch mm-hmm. of all sorts of people uh, will be at Wow Wow WestCon in Tucson and we'll be performing and it'll be fantastic. It'll be amazing. With that being said, with that being said, Freddie will already be in Tucson next week. So we will not be having a show Correct. next week. Don't Correct. look for me. Everybody gets the I week off next Wednesday. Go do something. Go do something. I don't. You. It's coming so fast. That's what they said. Um, 
Um, <laughs> and then March 8th, um, I will be at the Pride Royalty Review Show. They're going to bring a bunch of like old Pride people um, at the Rock at 8 p.m. I figured, what the hell? Me as well. So I will be there. Um, Wait, you got invited? <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. Oh, wow. Shocker. Um, 2024 is turning out to be your year. Right. Uh, so yeah, I'll be there at the Rock, 8 p.m. Like one, when I'll be doing, I think one number or something. I don't know how many people are going to be there, but it should be an interesting show. We're going to have a bunch of past royalty, uh, which does include me. I am a past royalty. People forget that. Thanks I, for yeah. the reminder. You're we welcome. Forgot. Um, but yeah, um, no Fifi next at, week. I'll be at um, Stacy's on Sunday oh, for you. magic. You'll be at Stacy's on Sunday. <laughs> That just kind of just happened. So you're welcome. <laughs> uh, we're in the talks of more guests on the show, but you all seem to stick around for the whole hour. Yes. Uh, ooh, I'm putting that on the screen. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> if you have any suggestions of who should be booked as our guest or um, if you want to be a guest, send Freddie or I a message, and we'll get you. Just booked. have something interesting we'll book you for next week. Be interesting. If you're not interesting, you're booked next week, and the show's all yours. <laughs> no, it'll kill our ratings. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, anyhow, um, thank you for joining your Wednesday night conversation. Um, thank you to all of you who watch live and on the replay and <laughs> as you change it, as I'm reading it, uh, with almost 15 K downloads. I'm, I'm not mad if about it. I'm, a, I'm okay with that. If you listen to it on repeat, thank goodness. Right. Thank Go you for, for that. I appreciate you. Um, thanks for listening on the podcast. Thanks for watching live. Thanks for sending in this to your friends and your enemies. Um, Thank you. Um, and we will see you two weeks from now uh, for your Wednesday night conversation. Good night. Good night.